0: we are going to be looking at healing your daily bread. Hallelujah. Healing your what? Your daily bread. Say with me, healing Healing. Healing. is my daily bread. bread. Healing Healing. is my daily bread. bread. Say loud and clear. Healing Healing. is my daily bread. Hallelujah. Are you too glad to know that healing is your daily bread? Praise the Lord. Healing is your daily bread. And this series is going to be focused on bodily healing. Amen? Amen? It's going to be focused on what? On bodily healing. So the ministry of Jesus, when Jesus came to the earth, one of the things that he accomplished on the cross was the soulish healing and bodily healing. Praise the Lord. The healing of the soul and the healing of the body. And we have looked at the healing of the soul in these past few weeks. This time we are going to concentrate on the healing of the body. Praise the Lord. Now, excuse me, if the soul is sick, it becomes impossible for the person to prosper, to become successful in life. Amen when a soul is sick it becomes what it becomes impossible difficult for that person to succeed in life so that's why so many christians that this is in christianity i mean unbelievers are there their souls are already sick but because they are of their father the devil he has granted them access to money and other things which they think they are successful but they are not amen but in Christianity, when a person's soul is sick, it becomes difficult for that person to become successful. Now, so Jesus did two things. He healed, he brought healing to the soul and healing to the body. It is not left with us to receive it, to appropriate it and then leave it. Hallelujah. So we are going to, I want to bring some some things from the Old Testament. And I believe it will help us to understand the healing ministry of Jesus Christ. Amen. Now, do you remember that when the children of Israel left Egypt, there were over, over, almost 3 million people. Mixed multitudes came out with them. Well, in those days, there was no medical you know, facilities along the wilderness, no medical doctors. But the scripture made it clear that these people, none of them fell sick in the wilderness. None of them did what? Fell sick in the wilderness. They were very healthy. They were very strong. There was, there was no weak person among them. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Let's go to Psalm 105. Psalm 105, verse 37. He brought them forth also with silver and gold. There was not one feeble person among their tribes. There was not one feeble person among their tribes. There was not one, one feeble person. You see the word feeble here. It means none of them failed. None of them stumbled none of them were sick. Now, notice the first things that they came out with. They came out of Egypt with what? With silver and what? Gold. That is what? Prosperity. Riches. Amen? Now, when they were in Egypt, please listen to attention. pay attention. When they were in Egypt, you notice that they didn't have any gold to themselves. The Egyptians told everything. The Egyptians had everything. When they were about living, when they were about living, God has gave them favor in the sight of the Egyptians. So they came out with gold. They came out with silver. And not only that, none of them were sick. No sickness among them. No disease among them. No weakness of the body among them. No weakness of the flesh. They were very strong. They were what? Very strong. In fact, one of the translations, I think contemporary English, put it this way. He said, the Lord brought them forth with silver and gold. And, there was, and they were healthy and strong. And they were healthy and what? And strong. The word feeble. one translation translated it healthy and strong. Meaning that when you come to Christ Jesus, the day you gave your life to Christ Jesus, is your own day of walking out of Egypt. Amen? Your own day of leaving Egypt. Your own day of departing Egypt. And you are leaving Egypt with gold and silver. Not only that with divine health. Hallelujah. With divine health. A strong body. Praise the Lord. A strong body, a healthy body. Hallelujah! Amen. So, the, so you look at the picture of the church. The church of Israel was the picture of the church in the wilderness. Praise the Lord! Are you following with me? Are you here? Don't go to shopping. <laughs> the the of Israel in the wilderness, they were was the picture of the church. Over three million people. Living Egypt was the picture of the church, living the world into the kingdom of God. Hallelujah! And none of them, none of them was sick. None of them was sick. No sickness in their midst, no diseases in their midst, no weakness of the body, in their, uh, the bodily weakness in their midst. They were strong in their bodies, their bodies were healthy. Amen for 40 good years in the wilderness 40 good years imagine these people in the wilderness that 40 good years there was no one person sick hallelujah from today no sickness among us from today no diseases among us no bodily sickness whatsoever no bodily pains whatsoever In the name of Jesus Christ, in the name of Jesus Christ, no bodily sickness, no bodily diseases, no bodily pains, in Jesus' name. That is your portion, receive it in the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah! 40 good years, none of them were sick, and these were men and women. That were under a 40 covenant. These were men and women that lived in a covenant that the Lord called it 40. He said he fought forth with the old covenant. That is why the new covenant came in. So if the old covenant provided divine health, perfect health, soundness in their body, that there was no one person sick among them, that none of you is permitted to be sick. Amen. As none of you is permitted to be sick, amen. you are not permitted to be sick in your body. Amen. You are not permitted to be sick in your body. Amen. Sicknesses and diseases are not permitted in your body. Sicknesses and diseases are not permitted in your body. In the name of Jesus Christ, amen. if you believe, we say Amen. amen. If you believe, we say Amen. amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If you want to know the reality of the New Testament or the New Covenant, look at the old one. Look at the old one carefully. For 40 good years, it was not recorded that one of them fell sick. 40 good years. None of them fell sick. Then in the New Covenant, we are not expected to be sick. Hallelujah. Said so me, I am in the new covenant. I am not expected to be sick. All the days of my life, I am not expected to be sick. I am in the better covenant. I am in a new covenant. The blood of Jesus Christ has ratified this covenant. I am not permitted to be sick. I am not permitted to be sick in my body. I am not permitted to be sick whatsoever in the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I think one of the reasons why the church is sick, many are sick in the church, is that we don't teach a lot in healing. We don't teach a lot about healing. Let, Let me say this to you. Healing is one of the most fundamental blessings Of the New Testament. Especially bodily healing. And you need this body to be strong. In order to fulfill the will of God for your life. How can you fulfill God's will for your life? When you are constantly in the hospital. You spend half of the year in the hospital. What are you going to do the next half of the year? You can't fulfill God's destiny. Being sick. And God never planned that you and I should be sick. Sickness and diseases came because of sin. But thank God for the atoning work of Jesus Christ on the cross. Amen. It was taken care of. Hallelujah. Amen. It was taken care of. Hallelujah. Amen. So you are not permitted to be sick in Jesus' name. Amen. I say you are not permitted to be sick in Jesus' name. Amen. And if you are sick, receive your healing right now. If you have pain in your body, receive your healing right now. Amen. For any part of your body that is paining you, receive healing in that part of your body right now. Amen. Receive healing right now. Amen. Receive your healing in the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Amen. So for 40 years, none of them fell sick. They were healthy and strong. Praise the Lord. That is is the fulfillment of what was written in Jeremiah chapter 30 verse 17. I will restore health unto you. Hallelujah. So the Lord did that, gave them a picture of their health in the Old Testament. Now we are in the New Testament. Praise the Lord. So let's go to John chapter 6. John Gospel chapter 6. Healing. Is your daily bread. Hallelujah. Amen. Healing is your daily bread. Say it with me, healing is my daily bread. My as, a believer, as a believer, as a child of the Most High God, healing is my daily bread. My daily as, a believer, as a believer, as a child of the Most High God, healing bread. is my daily bread. Healing is my daily bread. And every day of my life, of my life. I, receive my daily bread of I receive my daily bread of healing. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Amen. I sense in my spirit that we should stay on this topic of healing for a while. Amen. You see, we are living in a country that is full of sickness and diseases. In fact, let me say this. To those of you watching online, America is more sick than any nation on this earth. Because they don't report their own, they go to the third world and look at all the people sick and they, 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 they do video of it and come and be showing it here. There are more sick people in America than anywhere in the world. In fact, I can say with every confidence that the other part of the world, they eat healthy. They have healthy food than those in America here. Are you So, healing is going to be one of the main subjects in America. Divine healing. <laughs> because the type of you know, restaurants that are springing for like mushrooms. That now you can even press a button for food to come out and enter your car. (laughs) All the processed food, they are all targeted to make man sick so that they can make money off you. So that is why my colleagues who are ministers out there, you need to train yourself in the healing anointing. Amen? Because many, many, many in the church, here in America, are looking for healing. I'm looking for healing. Let me show you this wonderful mystery. Are you in John chapter 6? John Gospel chapter 6. You see, when Jesus fed them, the, the 5,000 people with bread, you know they came looking for Jesus. Remember. So let's jump to in in verse twelve. And when they were fed, he said unto his disciples, "Gather up the fragments that are remaining; that nothing be lost." This is the bread and the fish. And when they have gathered them together and filled twelve baskets with the fragments of the five belly loaves which remained over and above. Unto them that have eaten. This is that they gather what? 12 baskets with the fragments of what? Five belly loaves. You see that? So we know it was not just bread, it was fish also. But here, you see, bread is used. And I'm going to tell you why bread is used here. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! All right. In in chapter 8, verse 24, John chapter 6, verse 24. And when the people saw that Jesus was not there, neither his disciples, they also took shipping and came to Carpenter seeking for Jesus. Okay, let's see why they were looking for Jesus. And when they had found him on the other side of the sea, they said unto him, Rabbi, when comest thou hither? Jesus answered and said unto them, Verily, and I told him, that, you see Jesus, you see this statement very meaning that it is double truth, covenant sold by himself. Meaning pay attention, listen carefully. Hallelujah. I say unto you, ye seek me not because you saw the miracles, but because you did eat of the loaves and were filled. That's exactly why they were looking for Jesus. Because of the, 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 the food, the bread, the loaves that they ate the other day, they were looking for Jesus for more. Because this bread was different from the ones they've been eating. Hallelujah. Amen. It was different from the ones they've been, they been eating. Praise the Lord. Be, before we go there, before we continue the story, go with me to Matthew chapter 6. Let me show you something. Matthew chapter 6. Praise the Lord. Matthew 6. Let's start from verse 10 to 11. He says, uh, verse 9. After this manner therefore pray ye, our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done earth as it is in heaven verse 11 let's all read together verse 11 give us this day our daily bread say it again give us this day our daily bread alright so in John chapter 6 Jesus performed a miracle of multiplying bread and fish they finished eating the following day they pursued Jesus for more bread for what? For more bread. What Jesus did was the fulfillment of this prayer here. Give us this day our daily bread. Jesus gave them a taste of the heavenly bread. In John chapter 6. Jesus gave them a, what? a taste of the heavenly bread. In John chapter 6. After eating that bread, the multitudes came they came to Jesus not because of, they were not interested in the miracles they were not interested in the message all they wanted is more bread they wanted what? more bread I don't blame them because that is the healing bread, hallelujah it is what? the healing bread it is the healing bread I am sure after they finished eating everyone that was sick was healed Hallelujah. hallelujah After they finished eating, they were all like, they were all here. Even though the Bible did not record it, I believe that's the reason why they came for more. That's why Jesus told them, you are looking for me not because of the miracles, because of the bread. For them to be looking for Jesus because of the bread, there was something special about the bread. There was something unique about the bread. Not only the taste. But there was some nutritional blessings of the bread that they've never experienced from any other place. That's why they were looking for Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. That's why they were looking for Jesus. In just right now, we are here. Do you know that somebody can drive almost an hour to his favorite restaurant? And there are other restaurants around him. He won't go there and eat. Why? Something special. About that place. The food in that place. Hallelujah. Amen. Something special about the food in that place. That was what happened. To this man that Jesus fed them. In John chapter 6. After tasting the bread. I believe they spoke to themselves. He said man. If we can be having this bread every day. This is what we need. This is the bread we need. We don't need to be eating this fake once a year. We don't need to be eating. This is the bread we need. This is the bread we need. So they said, oh yeah, let's go. They entered into the boat to go and look for Jesus. And Jesus knew exactly why they came there. Praise the Lord. If it was not because of the bread, Jesus would have said it. Hallelujah. And for them to come back again for the bread, there was something unique about the bread. Hallelujah. There was something unique about what? About the prayer, so Jesus then told them, "Labor not for the meat which perishes. That's verse twenty-seven of John chapter six. But for that meat which endures unto everlasting life, which the Son of Man shall give unto you, for him has God the Father sealed. Praise the Lord." All right, let's jump to verse. Okay, let, let me continue because it just closes. Verse 28. Then said they unto him, What shall we do that we may work the work of God? Jesus answered and said unto them, This is the work of God that you believe on him whom he has sent. And they said unto him, What shall show us then, show us thou then, that we may see and believe thee? What does thou work? Now look at look at human beings. He just fed 5,000 people. They ate and they were full. They were coming back again for more. They were coming to eat more. Looking for more bread. Now he is telling them that they should do the work of God. They are asking for a sign. The fact that feeding 5,000 people was not enough sign for them. You see how can be? In fact, we are the most complex of God's creation. Very complex. Very complex. Amen. I was telling my wife a story this morning. It was so funny. I'm not going to go into that. Hallelujah. But human beings are very funny. Human beings are what? Very funny. Honestly. We have a Bible, we have a family Bible studies, and I was reading John chapter 15, verse 13. Greater love has no man than this, that a man lay down his life for his holy friends. I uh, asked the children, you love your friends so much, you play games with them. Uh, if they were to steal and they were go to jail them for 20 years, would you not go and say, Listen, I love you so much, you are so wonderful, I will take your place in prison for 20 years. They say hell oh, no, they won't do that. <laughs> I said, But they are not friends, he said never. they he said they, they, they need Jesus <laughs> so that they will not steal. Praise the Lord. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> as, as human that we are, we are no we, we can lay down our lives for ourselves. The one who has laid down his life for us, that he's giving us instructions, is difficult to do. This man just fed 5,000 people with five loads of bread, yet they are here asking him for another sign so that they will believe. So you see what men are in church they cannot receive their healing? Men are in church they cannot receive their miracle. Because the miracle God did the first miracle they received they never appreciated it. They didn't value it. They were sick of headache. After the pastor prayed for them the headache left. Then they had fever or they had cancer. They forgot the healing of the headache. They say what is headache, the healing of headache to cancer, what is the healing of headache to arthritis? What is the healing of headache to colon cancer or to a uh, uh, brain tumor or any other kinds of any other disease, terminal disease? Sickness is sickness. Disease is this what whatever name they gave, they, they, they give it to is the same thing. What a headache, what a people, and we are going to see something wonderful here, amen. I, I I just I don't want to rush. I want to lay the foundation. Let me tell you: if God healed you of cold, it is the proof that He will heal you of cancer. If God healed you of headache, it is enough proof that He will heal you of every terminal disease. If God healed you of fever, He will heal you of kidney uh, 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 failure. Most Christians don't know, don't understand this principle. They don't understand this principle. So the the, the 5,000 people were fed. They were eyewitnesses. In fact, those who were asking for the sign were the same people that were fed, yet they are asking for another sign to believe. So God has healed you of headache. You are waiting to be healed of cancer before you believe. Oh man, that is sad. That is sad. There's no small sickness. There's no big sickness. Sickness is what? Sickness. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So learn to appreciate God for this most more healing that has been taking place in your body. So that when, if, if the devil ever try anything big, your faith will carry you. Your faith will bring healing to you through the word of God. Praise the Lord. Alright. And then uh, verse 31. Now, pay attention to what Jesus said, verse 31. They are asking Jesus for a son to believe and do the work of God. Jesus said they should not labor for the meat that will perish. But for the meat that endured to the last time. Verse 31. And that will bring me back to the opening of my message again. Listen carefully. Our fathers did eat manna in the desert. As it is written, he gave them bread from heaven to eat. Wait here. In Psalm 105, verse 37. The reason why. None of them was sick, none of them was weak, none of them was, none of them failed or stumbled. Was because of what manna it said would be manna, the bread from heaven, manna, the bread from heaven. Manor. That that was what they are saying. It says, Our fathers did eat manna in the desert, in the wilderness for 40 years, as it is written. He gave them bread from heaven to eat. Now look at the response of Jesus. Now wait. If manna provided health for them for 40 years, (laughs) imagine the new covenant. Imagine the new covenant. Then Jesus answered unto them, Verily I say unto you, Moses gave you not that bread from heaven, so Jesus now countered their argument. Even though manna was provided from God, it wasn't the true bread. So if manna was not the true bread, but provided health for them for fourteen years, imagine the true bread in our dispensation. Hallelujah! Imagine the true bread in our dispensation. I mean you should be excited. You should be excited as a new covenant believer. You should be excited. Man made sure that they were never weak in their body. No bodily weakness, no feeble They were strong in their bodies. They were very at night. They are so much physical energy, bodily energy. They, they have no shoes yet. Their feet never worn out. Even, even their clothes, do you know they never worn out? For 40 years. Their shoes and sandals never worn out because of what? Manner. Because of mania. <laughs> That's what I said earlier. If you want to understand the New Testament, look carefully to the Old Testament. Look at the things that happened, and you see that the New Testament is better. The New Testament is what is better. These people ate manna. They they say it is from heaven. Jesus said it is not the true bread. Yet for forty years, no sickness among them. None of them had bodily pains. Their bodies were not weak. They had strong bodies. In fact, their bodies were iron and brass. I on the what? Emperor. That's what Caleb was able to say. As I was forty years ago, so I am now. As my days, so shall, so is my strength. That Caleb for forty years was so strong that eighteen years later, Caleb was stronger. Caleb was what like, was stronger, just like he was forty years ago. He went and took the mountain by himself. He didn't need the help of his brethren. And yet, in our days, 80 years, the they confined you to nursing home. 80 years, the world didn't reach your grave. 80 years, Caleb was going to war. How many of us, how many of our 80 years will go to war now? How many of our 80 years can even walk one man? You see, some are 60, they are more than 120. In reality. <laughs> Hallelujah. That is what we are going to eat—the word of God and reverse aging. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. <laughs> we are going to do what? We are going to eat the word of God and reverse aging. Hallelujah. to so, me, I'm going to eat the word of God and reverse aging. I will eat the word of God continuously. To reverse aging, that is what when if God, should, if God should give you an encounter of heaven, you see Abraham, he looks old but young. That is what God wants us to live here on earth hallelujah. Old age was never part of God's plan for us, it wasn't part of all. Remember, in our teachings about your mind is spiritual, I the reason why we grow old is because of the what. The, the anxieties that came through the mind because of the worries of the mind that's when we grow old so a healthy mind a healthy body praise the Lord a healthy mind a healthy body so a soul that is healthy will affect a body and that body will be healthy also praise the Lord and, and in case your soul is you sick, you are not expressing this, all you have to do is eat enough of God's word to bring health to your soul. Once your health, your soul begins to experience enough health, it will start affecting your body, and your body will start what? Looking younger. Praise the Lord. I uh, haven't read in Psalm 103, remember our confession before I started to preach, the confession Pastor Raymond always lead us Psalm one o three, go to what? Psalm one o three. In case you have forgotten, Hallelujah. Amen. Verse five. What is verse five saying? Amen. Who satisfies my mouth with good things, so that my youth is removed like the eagle. That is reverse aging. Hallelujah. Amen. And now there are so many medications out there, so many medical procedures out there. To reverse aging, those are all waste, wasted, wasting money. Wasting money. They should come. Let me show them. The real one. The authentic one. The one that at age 75, Sarah was 75, looking younger than all the virgins in Egypt. 75 years old. Looking younger than all the virgins in Egypt. more beautiful than all the virgins in Egypt that Pharaoh desire her for a wife. Sarah was not under the law, under grace. Under what? Under grace. Hallelujah. You can reverse Now, Some people will not believe that. I believe that. The more I stay in the word of God, the younger I am going to look. Amen? Amen. The more I stay in the word of God, the younger I am going to look. Praise the Lord. That is the truth. He, he, he renew your youth like the eagles. <laughs> anytime, I don't know how long the eagles normally live their last month, but anytime the eagles put on new feathers, is the youngest among all. Best. And he comes so higher. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Your youth is renewed like the eagles. I say your youth is renewed like the eagles. Your youth is renewed like the eagles. There are some 20-year-olds that you see that no strength in their bodies, no strength in their souls. They they look so haggard. They look so wretched. Because the soul is sick. The soul is sick. Hallelujah. In this ministry, I will teach on this subject until everybody's youth is renewed. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Ooh, I will emphasize on it again until your belief system in that area changes. Praise the Lord. Your youth is renewed in Jesus' name. Amen. I say, Your youth is renewed in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. We see, Jesus is called the Rock of Ages. <laughs> not because he's old, but because he is young. I repeat it again. Jesus is called what? The Rock of Ages. Not because he is old, but because he's what? Young. The, car- the nature of God is, is youthfulness. God is not an old man you know when we're growing up anytime they talk about God you look at him like an old man with white, all white, long beard. Sitting there. no 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 God is not an old man, he's a young man that's why they call him the rock of ages, he never grows old hallelujah if God never grows old his word is new every morning if I'm eat of God's word if I feed of God's word every day I expect to remain young and looking young. Amen. If you don't believe that, that's, a, that's your mother, you can grow old and be, they will take you to the next But for me, <laughs> I'm not going there. I'm not going there. When my time is up, I will take off. Amen? He can preach to 86 was still preaching. No walking stick. Still standing on his own ministry powerfully. Powerfully. There are great men of God that have shown us this example. If there was one in Nigeria, I don't know if he's still alive, the last time I had was 105 or something like that. Still preaching, was it three services or two services a day? No walking stick, no reading glasses. What are you telling me? The word of God is new everything. Hallelujah. The word of God is the true bread that has been delivered unto us. That when you eat this bread, you will live forever. Your aging will stop in Jesus' name. Amen. Your aging will stop in Jesus' name. Amen. So to all our beautiful women out there, stop wasting your time on all these unnecessary cosmetics. Sow that as a seed in the kingdom of God, feed on the word of God, feed on the word of God, you will look younger like Sarah, your mother. And more beautiful, hallelujah, all our, men, our women are beautiful. Amen. Amen. All the women in global teaching ministries are all beautiful. Amen. Amen. Looking younger, ever young, ever young, ever young in Jesus' name. Amen. Praise the Lord. Alright. So, in verse 31 of Matthew chapter, uh, John chapter 6, your father did eat man in the desert as it is written. Our father did eat man in the desert as it is written. He gave them bread from heaven to eat. Then Jesus said unto them, Verily I say unto you, Moses gave you not that bread from heaven, but my Father giveth you the true bread from heaven. For the bread of God is he which cometh down from heaven and giveth his life unto the world. Hallelujah. So who is the bread of life? Jesus is the bread of God. He is the true bread. Praise the Lord. So, for Jesus to get the attention, he manifested bread. He multiplied bread. So when they ate, they saw that the bread tasted different from the rest, they tasted from the, the one that they buy buying from Antioch. <laughs> the The bread tasted, the, tasted better than the one from African market or another market. So they, they, they put themselves together and said, Let's go back. Let's go to this man again. The one we had yesterday, we've never seen this kind. Jesus did that to catch their attention. Jesus wanted to change their mind. So when they came looking for that bread, Jesus now introduced himself as the one, the true bread. Hallelujah. Amen. As the true bread. So when he said, When you pray, say, Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. That kingdom come. That will be done here on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. He was referring to himself. He was referring to what? Himself. Himself. And the Father has given him to us. The Father gave him for us. Praise the Lord. The Father gave him for for us. Look at verse 34, let me continue verse 34. Then said they unto him, Lord, evermore give us this bread. Jesus said unto them, I shall the bread of life. He that cometh to me shall never hunger. Next week I will elaborate on the word hunger here. <laughs> he said Would will never beg, would will never be poor. Will never be sick. That's the meaning of this word, hunger. Will never be a pauper. Will never be a beggar. Anyone that comes to me, anyone that is me, will never be poor because that person's soul will be healed. His body will be healed. If your soul is healed, you enter into prosperity. I wish about all things that thou mayest prosper and be in health. Even as your soul prosper, praise the Lord. And he that believeth on me shall never test. You see, these, these two words, powerful words. Hallelujah. One of the mystery about the New Testament is that it is the reality of the father and his kingdom. The New Testament is what? Is the reality of the father and his kingdom. In the kingdoms that we have here on earth, they are not practicing the real kingdom rules. In the kingdom, the king is responsible for the well-being of all his citizens. Their health, their, 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 their shelter, feeding, everything, In the kingdom, the king must provide for everyone. Amen? The kingdom is different from democracy. Democracy is different. Everybody fights for themselves. In the kingdom, the king is responsible. So that's why Jesus started his statement, his mission. His ministry by saying, repent, for the kingdom of God has come. The kingdom of God is at hand. In the kingdom, the king is responsible. So that is why if we look at the teaching of Jesus Catholic, it seems that, not that it seems, everything is provided. Uh, example, Matthew chapter 6, verse 25, do not worry about your life. Do not take any thought about your life. Do not have anxiety about your life. Do not think about what to eat, what to drink. He said, look at the birds, the fowls of the air. They not so; they do not gather. But yet, your father feeds them. Close them Look at the grass of the field. He said, but seek first, the kingdom of God. His righteousness. Uh-uh. Seek first, the kingdom of God. His righteousness. Did he say, go and look for a job? Did he say, go and look for a job? No. He said, seek first, the kingdom of God and His righteousness. And all these things shall be added unto you. For your father knows that you have need of this thing. He said these things that the Gentiles are seeking after. What are the things the Gentiles are looking after? You know houses, cars, mansions, enough money in their bank accounts. Jesus said, Your father knows that you have need of it. So in the kingdom, the king is responsible for your well being. Amen. The king is responsible for what? For your well-being. And that includes your health. Praise the Lord. That includes what? Your health. That is why he said give us this day our daily bread. So you are in the kingdom. It is the responsibility of the king to provide you your daily bread of healing. So therefore as a believer, your healing is a daily basis. Every day you receive healing. You study the word of God, you are receiving healing. You are meditating on scriptures, you are receiving healing. You are confessing scriptures, you are receiving healing. You are worshipping, you are receiving healing. You are praising, you are receiving healing. You are thanking him, you are receiving healing. Whatever you are doing in the house of God, what are you receiving? Healing. Daily bread of healing. Because we don't have that mentality, you come to church, you say, let's thank God. Your face is looking long. Listen, <laughs> "Let's praise God." They say, "For what?" I don't have a job. <laughs> let's let's worship Him. Ah, I can't get down. Praise the Lord. Amen. Healing as a believer is on a daily basis. Let me repeat it again. Healing as a believer is a, word, is a daily basis. Not when you are sick and you are bedridden. No. But every time you go out there, you get contaminated. All the, the processed food you are eating, all these things you are eating, they go into your system and they start manifesting sicknesses. They start manifesting diseases. So every time you go into the word of God, Eating the bread of life, which is Christ Jesus, which is the word, healing is being made manifest in your body. Healing is being made manifest in your body. Healing is being made manifest in your That is why a Christian who doesn't have interest, desire for the word of God, they hardly walk in divine health. They hardly walk in divine health. They hardly walk in divine health. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. I am the bread of Life. He that cometh to me shall never hunger. He that believeth of me shall never thirst. What a powerful statement. What a powerful statement. The word of God is the Bread of Life. The word of God is the bread of life. The word of God is the bread of life. The word of God is the Bread of Life. Of bread of life. And when you eat it every day, it provides enough healing into your body. It provides healing into your soul. Healing into your body. Healing into your internal organs. Healing into your veins, into your blood cells. Healing into your every cell in your body. It provides healing into every cell in your body. Let me say it again. And Jesus answered and said unto them, I am the bread of life. Say me, I believe, that. I believe that. He that cometh to me shall never hunger. I believe that. I believe that. He that believeth on me shall never thirst. I believe that. I believe that. Hallelujah. Say with me, as I feed my soul in the word of God. As I feed my soul in the word of God. I shall never hunger. I shall never, I shall never thirst. I I feed my soul with the word of God. I shall never hunger. I shall never thirst. There will be healing manifesting in my body. Every single day of my life. As I shall feed my soul with the word of God. The word of God is the bread of healing. The word of God is the bread of healing. I shall feed my soul with the word of God. Healing is provided from the crown of my head to the source of my faith. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That is the power of the word of God. Start seeing the word of God as a book. Start seeing it as the food for your spirit. Start seeing it as the food for your soul. Start seeing the word of God as the bread that your spirit is yearning for. Start seeing the word of God as the bread your soul is desiring. Let your soul crave for the word, it is the true bread from heaven to bring healing to you every single day. Praise the Lord. Start craving. For the word of God, it is the bread from heaven that will bring healing to every area of your body. Most of times, we want to be prayed for to receive healing. There's nothing wrong with that. But my scripture, the scripture made it clear, James chapter five. He said, "If anyone is sick." Let him call for the eldest, let them pray for him. But if you want to walk in health, you have to receive healing every day. You have to receive what? Healing every day, which is the word of God. Which is the word of God. That does not require somebody lay hands on you. Now when the sickness has weighed you down, they will come and lay hands on you and cast that spirit out and rebuke That sickness out of your body. And you will receive your healing. But to remain in health, to walk in health, you have to eat the bread of life every day. You have to eat the bread of life. As you are eating the bread of life, healing is manifesting in your spirit, in your soul, and in your body. Hallelujah. As you are eating the bread of life, which is the word of God, healing is manifesting in your spirit, soul, and body. So when we talk about healing, we make a mistake by thinking that you have to be really sick. You have to have so much pain in your body that you start believing God for healing. That's a wrong mentality we need to change. Healing as a believer is a daily thing. Amen? Healing as a believer is a what? It's a daily thing. You feed on the word of God, which is the bread of life. Then healing is manifested. In your spirit, soul, and body, every time you are feeding, reading scriptures, studying the word of God, meditating the word of God, you are you are being healed at the same time. Healing is poured into your spirit, poured into your soul, poured into your body. Healing goes through every vein of your body, every cell of your body. Praise the Lord. Amen. Let me conclude. Our time is up. Uh, Psalm 7. We'll do the part of this message next week. Praise the Lord. Psalm 107. Watch here to confirm what I've just told you. Psalm 107, verse 20. Are you there? Psalms 107 verse 20. Let's all read together one, two. He sent his word and healed them and delivered them from their distractions. You see that? So inside the word of God is the healing virtue of God, is the healing anointing of our Lord Jesus Christ. It's the healing anointing of the Holy Spirit. So every time you receive the word, healing flows through your spirit, flows through your body, flows through your soul. Hallelujah. That is why if you hear the word of God, I'm sorry for you. You can't walk in health. You can't walk in health. He said, I will restore health unto you. How? Through his word. Through his word. He sent his word. So every time you open scriptures there will be a saint word for you. Every time you open your Bible, there will be a saint word for you. There will be a word that will bring healing to you. Hallelujah. There will be a word that will bring what? That will bring healing to you. That will bring healing to you. The word of God is the bread of life that the Father gave us. That's a given this day. Our daily bread. The word of God is that daily bread? The word of God is that daily bread that will bring healing to every part, every fiber of your being in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. That is why you cannot be sick. You cannot be what be sick. Why? Because every scripture carries the healing power of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Amen. So you cannot be sick. <laughs> As a believer, you cannot be sick. You should not be sick. You should not be sick. You should not be sick. I am the bread of life. The earth manner they were not sick eating the bread of life. You can never be sick. Hallelujah. Amen. The earth manner they were not sick eating the bread of life, which is the word of God. You can never be sick in Jesus' name. Amen. And if anyone watching us is sick, receive your healing in Jesus' name. Amen. I repeat our sickness in Jesus' name. I repeat that this in Jesus' name. From the crown of your head to the source of your feet. Be healed in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. It is time. Your healing is established in Jesus' precious name. Lift up your voice and give God thanks. Let's thank him. Part two is coming next week. In Jesus' name. Lift up your voice and give to thank him. Thank him for the bread of life. The bread of healing. Thank him for the bread of healing. The bread of healing. The bread of healing. The bread of healing, which is His Word. Lift up your voice and thank Him. Thank Him and thank Him and thank Him. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Open your mouth and thank Him. Open your mouth and thank Him. Thank Him for the bread of life. Thank you for the bread of life.